0: i see something but i can't make out what it is so i'm like all right that's definitely not a deer but it's bigger than a deer i don't know what that is so i opened up the window and when i did it made a sound and the thing reacted to the sound it crouched down like full legged on all fours and it moves so quick but look at like Crouched down and let out this double growl, like two voices at once, like one really, really deep one and one very high pitched.
1: This is the Crypto Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co host Todd. What's up, buddy?
2: Not too much, man. What are you up to these days? What's going on with you? Um, uh, you know, same old, same old. i to do is work and work and work. look forward to spring for some squatching adventures. Right. That's what yeah. I'm looking forward it's to.
1: Right around the corner. Yeah, it was it's been nice the last couple days. We've got a book at
2: uh, Crypticon here soon. I, I forgot about that. We're going to hit the Crypticon yeah, up this year. and get that going. The Mothman uh, down in uh, Point it, Pleasant. Was that they, September?
1: I, yeah, I saw the thing on Facebook that said it was back this year. So hopefully we can get in on that too. That would be fun.
2: Yeah, we'll be, be. So, got a question for you, Brian. What are you thinking about this whole Dogman thing?
1: Man, I, you know, it's... The Dogman is it's pretty new to me um it could be just a regular you know mutated wolf of some kind right or maybe it is more along the supernatural paranormal skinwalker creature you know i don't know
2: right as we're going along here we're doing a few more dogman episodes and we have another one tonight Uh, so you know they're coming more common these days uh, which i'm kind of wondering what's going on with these they're
1: yeah they're 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 seeing, they're seeing them more and more. It's interesting. I, I'm very interested in it, for sure.
2: Well, we'll talk to uh, Crystal tonight, who's had several dogman encounters and seen uh, and, and know some
1: Relatively people. close, too.
2: We'll see what mm-hmm. she's got to say and uh, listen to her stories. You ready? Let's okay, get her. Here we go.
0: Hello. How are you guys? Good.
2: Good. Thanks for coming on and talking to us, Crystal. Thank you yeah. so much
0: for having me. So where
2: are you located or what state are you in right now?
0: So I'm in Rhode Island, located in New England.
2: And you had a couple different encounters in your past. Where did those happen?
0: One was in my parking lot to where I live. The other one was right up the road in the next town over on the barrington seekonk Swansea line for Massachusetts. Okay. Right over there. And then the other one was right down the road from my house as well. But just as it hits the next town over into Barrington.
2: Okay, so once you take us wow. into your first encounter, what was going on, and then what happened, and what you did, what you saw.
0: Okay, so a few years ago, like 2011, my friend and I were driving down these back roads. So it's in a section where it's all farmland. There's like a famous farm over there called Four Town Farm, and it's all these beautiful rolling areas of woods. So we're driving, and she had this Chevy Trailblazer, her parents' car and the road is very very narrow especially for that car so as we're going a coyote runs out into the middle of the road so it runs out and its ears are back its tail's between its legs its fur's on end and it's staring behind it into the woods so we get up closer to it the coyote's not moving it's not like even responding to us like creeping up to it so we're like okay we have to wait for the coyote to move but we didn't want to beep because it was so late so, we're kind of sitting there waiting, and the coyote kind of moves off to the side. So, we're watching it because I'm like, that coyote's acting like it's scared of something the way it's like the ears back and everything like that. So, as we're driving away, she's looking in the rearview mirror, and I'm looking in the passenger mirror, and we see this huge, big looked like like at the time we we're like it's a werewolf <laughs> running like wicked awkward behind the car the back end of it hit to where the rear view um the rear window is in the trailblazer and it ran across the road diagonal and into the woods so when that happened i started freaking out and i'm like oh my gosh did you just see that what was that so we turned the car around and try to shine the high beams into the woods that it went into and i lean out the car of course trying to look at it more. my friend pulls me back in and we're looking, but we could hear it already like bounding away. And it was huge. And it made like a big path through like all like the bamboo, like greenery stuff. And mm-hmm. then as we're turning around again, a guy comes running out of his house with like a bathrobe and a flash. Like this was like two in the morning ish. And he comes out and he's like, did you girls just see what that was? And we're like, yeah, what was it? And he's like, I don't know, but I have a small dog. So he like ran into the back to check upon his dog. But, Whatever it was, was enough to scare that coyote. The thing was really, really, really big. And the way it ran was awkward. And you know how like coyotes kind of like do that loping walk where they kind of drift? This hmm. thing ran like a human would, but on all fours.
2: Okay. What oh. exactly do you remember seeing? I know it was dark. Um, You're looking through a mirror. But what? any kind of detail that you could give us about what you did? Yeah.
0: So there's, there's a street light that's like a little ways back, so it's kind of illuminated from it. I saw the snout first, and it was, like, a wicked long snout. So, because seeing the size of it, I was like, oh, my gosh, is that a bear? (laughs) Like, running out because it was so bulky. But my father's a hunter. So, like, I know what bears, we have one in the living room. Well, not in my house, in his house. (laughs) But, like, looking at the snout and the way the ears were, they were, like, right on top of the head. They were very, very pointy and a really, really long bushy tail like very long that trailed out behind it and you can see like the shoulders and the way it ran because it just ran awkward diagonal behind the car and something hmm. that to reach the back window of a chevy blazer it's a lot bigger than the coyotes that we have around here even though we have big ones,
2: i would say that's way bigger than a wolf would be too yeah. the back end of a trailblazer where the where you said where the you could see it through the glass of the trailblazer tailgate
0: the back End of it, like the parts of like the very, very tip where the shoulders are in the back. Yeah, you see that through the window.
2: So that's that's pretty four big. and a half. That's four feet tall. And I'm four ten,
0: so that freaked me out. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. 4'10. I'm just guessing, but the Trailblazers back in the day, where that where that window was, that's at least four feet up off the ground. Yeah, I would think. Oh yeah. What For happened sure. after that? What did you guys do? So. Me,
0: I've always been a believer in all these kinds of things. So that's why I was kind of like, all right, if I tell people about this to be like, because you want to see this kind of stuff, that's why you think you saw something like this. But my other friend who saw it with me that first time, she's very Spock, very logical, very skeptic. And she was freaked out. Very freaked out. I didn't have a person experience with it but her brother ended up having it when we were all at the house that's how we figured out more people had seen it it chased him to the door of the house and then when her dad went to go look outside because her brother was banging on the door he was just like you gotta let me in you gotta let me in and the father jumped and he was like what is that And he was like crying and shaking and he was saying like it was this huge dog man that was chasing him and it scared us so much her mom didn't want to go back outside but her and i never told anyone else about it because everyone yeah, okay, sure, you've seen that, you know what I mean? All
2: right. So her yeah. brother got chased by this thing, your friend's brother yeah. got chased by this thing, he was what, playing out in the woods or something and this thing, came no. him. do you know what the story was on that?
0: Yeah, so um, where they live, they live in another part of Rhode Island, Warren, which isn't that far from where I live and he was walking to a store so there's all houses everywhere, there's not even like woods there's just a park and there's like a little patch of woods behind it, but there's all houses over there so as he was coming back from Cumbies, like he saw a guy standing over in that section, and the guy kept freaking him out, so he kept just looking back. But then after a while of him looking back, he still felt like he was being watched. So he said that this big black creature just started running after him, and as he turned onto the street, because it was a dead end, he just started banging on the door for someone to let him in. And then when um, yeah. her father pulled back the curtain, he like jumped and he was like, "Whoa." You know, and Amber and I were sitting at the table and we were just kind of like, what the heck's going on? And our friend that was there, that's when before Amber and I even said anything, he started describing the same exact thing that we saw and asking the brother if it was the same thing. So my friend and I look at each other like, how do you guys know about this thing? How often is this thing seen? And he told us our story, which actually happened right down the road from my house, even though he wasn't with me.
2: And what was that? What was his story?
0: So for our friends, there's a beach. I live all by ocean, for where I live, and uh, there's a beach down the road with like a playground and some grass. And him and his friend were hanging out there like later on at night, and they heard like splashing in the water. And it wasn't like the waves crashing in, so they're like, "What the heck is that?" So they're kind of like creeping, and they see. He described it as a six foot long version of his dog Bo. <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of dog his like his breed is but he's like kind of shaggy looking and it was in the water and it was crouched down and it was either like digging at something or trying to like open something but it was kind of like hunched over and it had like Mm -hmm. big long claws and things like that so they kind of looked at each other and just started to back away but it was like growling to itself like making like dog noises like a (laughs) wow so they were like okay let's get out of here and they left and that was right down the road and he had never told us about it until what happened with amber's brother
2: Wow, was this all in the same kind of time frame as far as year? A couple of years together, or was it kind of spread out? What kind of time the, frame would you? Yeah, guess?
0: it was very spread out. So, with my first encounter it was 2011. With my friend's encounter, I want to say it was 2012, 2013. I I don't want to put an exact year on it. And then for Amber's brother, it happened in 2014. And then when I caught it in my parking lot, it was 2015.
2: And is that the second encounter that you had in your parking lot? Was that the second time you saw it?
0: Yeah, and that was the longest one.
2: Won't you uh, explain that one to us, tell us what happened there. Okay,
0: so I had a friend over, and we were sitting outside. I have all cement walkways through everywhere, and I have lots of woods, and I have lots of coyotes and deer and animals. So we're outside, and we kept hearing, like, nails clicking on concrete, but we couldn't see where where it was coming from. And I didn't want to get too close because, you know, coyotes are everywhere. So my friend got a little uneasy, so we went back inside. I have a chair next to my window. It's actually still there because I don't change my decorating. But anyway, she was over there by the, the, the chair, and then she jumped up, and she's like, oh, my gosh, something just went behind that car. So me, I'm so used to wildlife everywhere. I'm just kind of like, okay, it was probably a deer or a coyote. And she's like, no, no, it's huge, it's huge. you got to look at it. you got to look at it. So I'm not thinking anything of it. And I go and I look from the window that she's looking at. And there's like a little grass island with a streetlight that's right next to my dumpster. And there's a one of my neighbor's cars were parked right over here. And I'm looking out the window. And I see something, but I can't make out what it is. So I'm like. All right, that's definitely not a deer, but it's bigger than a deer. I don't know what that is. So I go to my second window. I had lights all over it, so I couldn't see through the glass. So I opened up the window, and when I did, it made a sound. And the thing reacted to the sound. It crouched down, like, bull-legged on all fours, and it moved so quick. I thought it was, a, like, a naked drunk guy walking around my apartment, to be completely honest with the way it moved. And I was just like, <sighs> <laughs> But when it, like, crouch down and let out this double growl like two voices at once, like one really, really deep one and one very high pitched. Like when you're sick, you know when sometimes you have that phlegm in your throat mm-hmm. and it makes like an awkward sound as you're trying to talk. it was like that but amplified.
1: Wow.
0: So as that's happening, I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, this looks like the same exact thing that me and my friend seen. Oh my god. So we were taking turns watching it from the window because I didn't want to take my eyes off of it because my whole parking lot surrounded by lights everywhere. There's little street lights for all the corners. So we're taking turns because if we're staring at it for too long, it felt like we would lose it. And I'm trying to record it on my phone. I had, like, my phone propped up. I was trying to take pictures, but my phone was dying. So I'm like, I don't know if I can get it because it's so far. And I'm on the second floor. But I kept doing this really weird thing where... It would like stand up and its hands would like curl under itself like this as it would stand up. Like it didn't push. It just was like, you know, and it would stand up and it just kept putting one hand up and then just slowly putting it down. And I don't know why it was doing that. It was so weird. I remember saying to my friend, I was like, I'm going to wave back at it. She's like, no, don't do it. <laughs> But you could see the eye shine. Like I said, my apartment's on the second floor. And it's, like, almost halfway across my parking lot. So as it would turn its head, you would see, like, red orangey eye shine. And then as it got closer, like, to look towards us again, it would turn, like, that yellow-green. And then it would go away. And then as it turned its head again, it would hit, like, that red-orange eye shine. And you could see Mm. it from the window.
1: Yeah.
0: So we kept watching it and kept watching it. It was right next to one of my neighbor's um, apartments. So he worked maintenance here. And like 630, his lights were on like clockwork. So I'm like, okay, I'll wait for my neighbor to wake up because his windows are always open. And he's kind of really nosy. So if I scream, someone's going to check out and I'm going to be okay. The lighter it got as the sun started to rise, the harder it was to see it, which was weird. You know, we could still hear it scrambling, and you would see it kind of, like, shrinking down behind the car. It wasn't, like, standing up anymore or, like, doing the hand thing. When it got lighter, it just kept, like, going underneath the car more and more in, like, that grass area. But there was nowhere for it to go for us not to see it. So finally, like, okay, I'm going to go out there. You stay up here because when I'm on the ground, I can't even see over a car. So I need you to tell me if it moves because I'm not going to be able to to see so, I took like a big lighter to put in my hand to make it more solid because that's going to do something. Yes. And I creep along my side of the parking lot. And then I just jumped to that open area of where it is. And there was nothing there. So, I get over there and I get closer oh. and I see like, like a bush, like part of a tree standing over there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we were staring at a bush all night. I'm done. I'm going to bed. And she was like, no, you seen It, it was a real thing. So, I'm like, no, it was a bush. We've been up all night, I'm going to bed So the next morning, when we get up My friend wakes me up, and she's like There's bones and there's fur over there There was definitely something over there There's like marks in the ground So I'm like, fine, whatever I go look it out, you know, there there are some Bones that look like it was dragged From like the dumpster, and there are weird Tufts of fur But I'm like, again, it was the branch So then after she leaves, I'm in my window And I'm looking outside, because I never once Moved the branch and I'm like, I can't see the branch from my window at all. So I kept going back and forth from inside to outside, trying to stick the branch in the ground, trying to see if the wind would move it all these different ways, like trying to like prop it up against stuff. And no matter what I did, I couldn't recreate from what I was seeing using the branch. So then I started to freak out and be like, okay, no, that totally was something that totally was something. Cause now there's stuff there that wasn't there before but like that makes no sense what did i see i had told my girlfriends i was like you need to come over i had the weirdest night i gotta tell you all about it i didn't tell her a single thing about it and she comes up she gives me my coffee and she's like hey why do you have a ring of fur outside your door again i didn't tell her anything that had happened so i'm like what do you mean i ran outside i'm expecting to see like like a fairy ring like a circle of ring but there was a a ring that you would actually wear that was made out of fur and it had like little bits of skin in it and it was twisted. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, is this faux fur? Is this like dryer lint? And I'm like, no, this is real fur because faux fur has that mat that it gets with it when it gets wet and everything else like that Mm -hmm. with the weather. And it had like skin and I'm like, I don't know what this is. She took it. I still have a picture of it though. Cause I could send that one to you guys.
2: Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, We ended up finding
0: weird footprints in my woods like this back area. So we found like all these weird footprints and we were trying to find them and it ended up leading out to someone's house. But a whole bunch of trees were like very, very scraped up. Not like deer rut marks or like the bear, like a uh, biting claw marks that they do. It was like something used it as a scratching post and it was like a homemade tree stand of a whole trunk of a tree that was cut somewhere and lifted up and put into the tree. And you could see, like, my apartment in the parking lot from it. And as we're staring up, a tuff of the same fur that was on the bush and that matched the ring fell down. And we're like, we got to get up. We never find a way to get up there, though.
1: Sounds like you have a dog man stalker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Something's going on. That's crazy. It yeah, that is. You mentioned hands. Did mm-hmm. you notice that they had hands, not paws?
0: So it looked very elongated with claws. Like, you know. You know those plastic witch fingers
2: yeah. that
0: you get, like, around Halloween time? Mm-hmm. Like, picture that on, like, someone's hands, but, with like, with paws at the same time. Does that make sense? Yep, mm-hmm.
2: Yep, sure does. Yep, and it scares yeah. me at the same time. Yep. Yeah. Did you notice any details of this thing's head, face?
0: For the parking lot one, the thing that scared me the most was the eyes. For something, for me to see, like, how big the eyes are, not just the glare from the eye shine, but just how big the eyes are from that far away I was like okay this thing already has like a huge head and like you could see the shoulders you could see the chest of it it looked jacked but I had kind of like a like a narrow waist but not like hourglass figure obviously it like tapered down a little bit but not a crazy lot and the way the legs were it was like that um like the dog haunch I think that's what it's mm-hmm. called
2: the backward style.
0: Yeah, yeah, like that.
2: Like a dog's back legs, typical Mm -hmm. back legs. Okay. What do you think it was doing when it was raising its one, was it doing different hands or the same hand up in the air?
0: It seemed like it was the same hand from the angle that I was looking at it. It would just raise it up and then just slowly put it back down. It wasn't going like this or like throwing peace signs. It was just sticking it straight up and then down. Hmm. And then, like, after a while, it'd look back around again or get back down or would stand up or, like, move over a little bit. But it just stayed in that grassy area.
2: I can't think of any reason why any creature would do that unless it was trying to feel which way the wind was blowing or it was alerting its buddies, uh, hand signals what was going on at the time.
1: Did you notice? Did he have anything in his hand? Could you tell from that distance?
0: It didn't look like it. It just... I didn't even think about wood signals.
2: So uh, you go out there to try to jump out and catch this thing what? off guard? You had the, be dessert for them or what? Yeah, You weren't afraid at all to do this or were you just No, crazy? I was terrified.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to know what it was.
2: Oh, you know, yeah. It was like, mm-hmm. this
0: is the same exact thing that my friend Amber and I seen. Is this a real person or is this someone like trying to get their jollies off by dressing up as something. Because, like, I'm not sleeping because of this. And I mean my sleep. I'm tired. <laughs> I've been up all yes. night. So when I was out there doing, like, the whole thing, the whole entire time, I was just, like, <gasps> like trying to pump myself up before I did, like, the <gasps> jump <in laughs> with the giant lighter trying to make my fist <laughs> solid. Like I said, my father's a hunter. So, like, I do have my fair share of protection in my house that i have access to and instead i grabbed a lighter
2: so i've got a question do you have any wildlife refuge or a big uh, national forest or any kind of woods around that area
0: there's a lot of nature paths and like little preserves but nothing big Um, we've done investigations in my woods before. My woods are very tiny. They're not that big at all, but they're right next to the bike path.
2: So you said you had another, yet you've had a third incident encounter?
0: Yeah, I call it like the third or like the half because it was like a split second encounter. So right down the street from my house, there's like a little island that you go around that's filled with very, very thick trees. And it's kind of dark in that area. So um, my boyfriend at the time and I were driving, and you have to go around the island. So as you do, your headlights illuminate everything. So as we're going, he's again very, very logic skeptic, won't believe anything until like he sees it. We see as his headlights are coming around illuminating it, the same creature stand up with the same motion, and you see like the tail just kind of like go. And it, like, turned to look at us as we were just staring at it doing the turn. And he starts freaking out, and I start freaking out. And he's like, what is that? What is that? Is that the thing? And I'm like, turn around, turn around. So we go around the island again, and it was gone. It wasn't there anymore but, again, it's a very tiny island, but there's a lot of trees. But it's surrounded by roads and houses and stores. There's a plaza right there. Hmm. So it's very out of place.
1: There's uh, ponds or rivers or, or creeks or anything around that area.
0: Yeah, so I live right next to the bay. So I have all ocean, like salt water, around mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But in my backyard where the the woods are, it kind of opens up into, like, a, like brackish, like the pond And it goes kind of like a little peninsula for the islands, and then it surrounds the rest of the bike path in that area. Again, it's just weird because it's a very, very tiny sections of woods because, like I said, we've done investigations back there.
2: How big were those prints that you were talking about that you saw?
0: About as big as my hand. Okay. I have, um, I have the pictures of that, too. You have, like, my hand for a comparison. At first, I thought they were displaced rocks because the way the indent is with the leaves. But there was a whole, like, trail of them. So unless someone had put all these rocks there and then afterwards moved them all, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't make sense.
2: What kind of wildlife do you have up there in Rhode Island where you're at?
0: Uh, we do have bears, but they're not very common in my area of it. Um, but we have tons of deer. We're overrun with Eastern coyotes. They're bigger than average coyotes. They hmm. have a wolfish uh, appearance. Um, tons of foxes, squirrels, fisher cats. Um, nothing like that big as what.
1: Well.
0: Yeah. The biggest thing would be like a full grown buck and rut or, you know, hmm. the black bear that we do have. But like, again, they're not terrific and they don't fit the description at.
2: Hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Have you seen a bear around your woods, or in your neighborhood?
0: Not in my area, personally. I've only seen the pictures that people have caught. So, normally, if, like, I'm in an area and I see markings from a bear, I don't even go in there. I'm just like, okay, yeah, no, (laughs) I'm not going to risk that. I'm the size of a child, so.
2: Right. (laughs) Has there been anything else around that area or where you're at, and even in your county, about other sightings of other things, like maybe Bigfoot or anything like that?
0: Well... Apparently, there's been a lot more sightings of the same thing that I've seen. So, a while back, I had put a Facebook status after I'd seen it in my parking lot, wondering if people had seen anything. I didn't go into details. Like, has anybody seen anything weird? Um, So, where I live from my area, my woods have a very weird feeling and vibe to them. There's been a few deaths in there sadly um it's known as rhode island suicide forest
2: oh that's Uh, nice
0: and there was also a great fire that also took some lives in my area too and i'm all on um native american lands i live off of the wampanoag trail
1: wow so you got some uh, you probably got some haunting action going on out there too
0: yeah actually the one of the investigations Mm -hmm. we did we had um it was stacy brown bill brock and Brian Kano with like Carl Johnson and my paranormal group. And it turned kind of like from cryptid to paranormal with things that were happening, like with the spirit box and thermal abnormalities and whatnot and like weird myths and things like that. So it's, it's a weird area and it's right in my backyard.
2: How did you get Stacey Brown to come up there? Oh, okay. I
0: think it was Carl who let them know about the case because I found out everybody was coming like after it was already set in stone. So it was kind of like I gotta clean my house. <laughs> All these people <laughs> are coming, right? So I kind of found out after the fact. I wasn't the one who contacted them.
2: Have you heard any weird screams or yells yeah. or howls around that area? Around you know why this was going on?
0: So I have. Like I said, a lot of wildlife. Fisher cats make a very weird sound at night. They sound kind of like a baby crying or a woman screaming. But mm-hmm. if you've heard a fisher cat, you know what a fisher cat sounds like. Um, coyotes uh, yipping and stuff like that. That's common. Coy- uh, foxes barking. It's kind of an unnerving sound because it's just like... <clears throat> but mm. after a while you get used to it. Whenever it would rain you would hear this weird pig squealy noise coming from my woods. And it was like a pig fighting with like a bat and a monkey while with like death metal growls.
1: Yeah.
0: I know it sounds wow. so.
1: <laughs> That's quite a description.
0: It, just, it sounds so mm-hmm. weird. Like when rabbits scream, they have a terrifying scream if they're
1: yeah. getting,
0: Hat, but you could, you know what that is if you know what it is Same with badgers They're very rare over here But weasels we do get them You know they all have a very distinct sound Again like I said my father is a hunter I grew up in the woods So like if I'm hearing a sound it will be like oh, okay you know this is an animal Or this is actually a nocturnal bird This isn't anything weird I don't know what this is That sound But it's always when it rains And like after the rain. Huh. Everything in the woods is so quiet after. There's no, like, animals rummaging. You don't see any skunks or raccoons because, again, we have dumpsters. They all kind of come out and party after hours. But when it rains, they don't come out, especially after that screaming.
2: Do you think the ones that you've seen over the years or that your friends have seen or whoever have seen that you know about, do you think it's the same creature? Do you think there's more than one?
0: I don't know because some of their descriptions kind of vary a little bit. So, um, like, one of my friends who's seen it on the bike path leaving my house, he's military man, scared the crap out of him. He, like, ran to the bus stop, and he's like, I'm not messing with that. He described it as a gorilla wearing, like, a ghillie suit. So, I'm like, all right, does it do, like, hibernation? Because before, when I was, like, super into this, I was trying to file migration paths and everything to see what its food source was, where it's coming in if there's, like, families of it, if there's breeding grounds, everything like that, because I became obsessed with this thing. So I'm like, all right, I know this is real now. I've seen it. Like, this is a real thing. Call me crazy. I will find it. I won't hurt it, but I will find it and show it to you. But kind of look exactly the same with no differences in, like, height or weight appearance. It's just, it's weird, you know? Because if you yeah. figure more than one they would slightly differ like you know how like humans do when other animals do
2: Mm -hmm. sure
0: but i don't know
2: how tall do you think this thing was
0: we ran an experiment the my founder my paranormal group eric is six feet i'm pretty sure exactly and so is cory uh cory heisen so they went out and they stood next to the car as I was, you know, going from the window and having them stand in the same exact spot. And with them standing as tall as they were, they were about the height of the thing as it was crouching. So with it crouching, like doing like this, they were like at that same
2: height. So probably another foot, foot and a half at least when it stood straight up.
0: Yeah, because it had big, long legs. They were thick, but they were still long.
2: What would you classify this thing as? Would you classify it as more dog looking, more... Bigfoot, more bear-looking, more human-looking. A lot of people, when they see these things, they pretty much come out and say, you know what, I just think it looked like a werewolf. If, if people describe what a werewolf looks like, that's what I say it, it looked like. What do you think it looked like? Well,
0: to me, again, first thought when I saw it the first time was like, it's a werewolf. It's not even a full moon. But <laughs> it's, it's got funky characteristics that are very human-like like the whole hand gesture thing weird and the surveying of its surroundings. When we pulled around the rotary that time with the car, as soon as it saw the headlights, it didn't jump back like a scared animal to get out of the way. It kind of like stood up, you know? So I don't know. It's like, it's very canine at the same time that it feels like it has like half a human brain. If that makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. I would say, you said you're on some Native American land or around some Native American land. Mm-hmm. I, my first thought would be Skinwalker, but those are mostly out west. I mean, yeah, I, I guess that's not unheard of to see them on the East Coast. But
2: you know what? That's that
1: would be my first thought.
2: What do you think these things are, Crystal? Where do you think they come from? Do you think they're a spiritual or alien-related kind of beast? Do you think they've been here for a long time? What's your whole thought pattern on this thing? If you had to put it together. What would you say?
0: Well, because I have gone down this skinwalker route, too. Mm-hmm. And looking into the lore and everything, I'm like, okay, that doesn't fully fit. Looking into black shucks, and I'm like, okay, that doesn't really seem to fit with, like, all the stories that I'm getting in the land. I tried going through newspaper articles. I found one for, because I'm also on the very edge of the Bridgewater Triangle, too. So I found one that took place in the Bridgewater Triangle. Mm-hmm black dog that police actually shot at and the dog disappeared basically and again police reports on it so i'm kind of like okay that's very mystical supernatural but the only time i could say this thing actually disappeared was when it was next to the car because there was no way for it to go anywhere i have weird theories that i fight myself with about all the time To me, it's very physical. It's real when it's here. You know what I mean? In the moment, it's there. It's terrifying. It's scary. But at the same time, it's so cool to look at. Because you're like, this isn't a Halloween costume. This is something real that's outside of our world right now. So it's like that terror awe moment. But you're very aware of how real it is. At the second time, it's like there's no way that this thing can be so real. So it's got to be some kind of fake thing. So I go back... And fourth, the weird heat signatures that we got, as well as the stuff that, like, happens in my woods. When Brian was doing his thermal, I think it was Brian. I wasn't with them for that section because we had split out into a search grid. Um, He had, someone had said that he had gotten a, a heat signal, and it kind of looked like a portal. And he would point, and there would be nothing there. Like, you know, it was a chilly night you know it wasn't warm it wasn't like residual heat or something like that had just gone by touching the trees or any of them mm-hmm. and it would be like hot cold warm again hot, cold and it was like in this weird outline and that's when they got like the weird eye shine pictures my my group has them i don't have them because i didn't take them but there was like eyes coming out of that area where like the portal looking thing was so looking at it, I'm just kind of like, all right, this is too much for me to believe. I'm a believer, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I need something to make sense to me, for me to grasp it. But with me seeing it with my own eyes, it's like I can't deny it. So what's actually so far-fetched that I can't believe it. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. What's the name of your uh, paranormal group that you're in?
0: Oh, uh, Rhode Island Paranormal. Okay.
2: For our listeners to go check out and see, uh, check out yeah. your pictures, too. Rhode Island Paranormal.
0: <laughs> our Dogman investigations are on there. Uh, one of my other members, I believe, reached out to you, too. She has a video of one of her encounters
2: yeah, shortly to... after my house. <laughs> yeah, she passed your really? name, I think she passed our our name on to you, and you uh, yeah. went ahead and got a hold of us, so we appreciate oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. What can you tell us about the Bridgewater Triangle? Do you know much about that?
0: Oh, I love the Bridgewater Triangle. So I love... I love the history that comes with paranormal things or even the unexplained mystical, supernatural, whatever you want to call it. But the Bridgewater Triangle, for those who aren't familiar of it, is an area in Massachusetts that spans over multiple counties. There's... Lots of legends that go with it. A lot of it has to do with like Native American legends too. Like thunderbirds are seen. There's police reports with that. There's UFO encounters. There's UFO abductions again with police reports. Bigfoot encounters as well. Tons of pup mm-hmm. money, um like lore and, and superstition. A lot of it is Native American based.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes on over there in the Bridgewater Triangle. I watched a documentary on it, and it's just craziness that happens there. Alaska has their own triangle. You don't hear much about the Bermuda Triangle anymore. I'm not sure why, but uh, it's just craziness. And it's hard to to wrap wrap your head around this stuff. But, you know, you saw what you saw, and you believe what you believe, and uh, a lot of people are seeing this as well. So uh, we appreciate you coming on and telling us your stories and talking with us tonight, Crystal. Thank you. Yeah.
0: It's nice to talk about it, but at the same time, it's kind of like weird to talk about it at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's why we're here, though, to help you guys get it out in the open and uh, maybe somebody else can come That's forward. Right. and uh, Yeah.
1: Bring it out into the uh, public consciousness and maybe get these things proven.
2: If you guys find yeah. anything else out there where you're at or you end up uh, getting some more pictures or whatever happens, you got to let us know. <laughs> absolutely yeah Oh,
0: of course of course i just set up my trail cam again um my last one got eaten by a bear so i had to get (laughs) it not on my property are you sure it was a bear oh no we got it on camera so if you ever want to know what a bear looks like when it eats you i can send you the video
1: okay oh nice
2: (laughs) we'll be sure to check out your uh, rhode island paranormal page too your group page and uh, see what you got absolutely so thanks again for coming on and talking to us tonight
0: no problem. And Thank yeah. you so much for having me. It was so really nice
2: meeting you guys. To you you too. You too. Yep. You take care. Thank you. You too. bye yeah, have a good night. Another Dogman episode in the books. What do you think about that one?
1: Man, that was uh, even better than I thought yeah. it was going to be. Those were some really cool encounters.
2: Yeah. she For her to run out in the parking lot to try to see what this thing was up close.
1: Yeah, with her little 410
2: ass. What did what <laughs> she think she was going to do? <laughs> She's brave, huh? She's not she, afraid of it. She's probably like, she's probably like, I've had enough of this. Let's end this now. What the hell are mm-hmm. you? Uh, well, so good for her, I guess. Uh, you know me; I'm terrified of these things. Yes, I, I know. Some freaking but... werewolf, for God's sake! And well, pretty much that was like my most scariest monster ever growing up. I'm Glad she came on and talked to us. Yeah, so.
1: I'm glad she came on too. That was really good. So everybody else did, to go check out her uh, paranormal group, uh, Rhode Island Paranormal.
2: Yes, Rhode Island Paranormal. Oh, what it was? yeah uh, We'll check it out too if we're not already on there. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't know. know we're not. I don't think we are. I don't think so either. So we'll be sure to check it out. And everyone, thanks for listening. As always, if you want to come on the show and you've had an encounter, get a hold of us. Info at crypticreatures.co Facebook. We have a group on Facebook. Come join it. Uh, check us out Twitter, Reddit.
1: Absolutely.
2: Get anywhere else? Um, TikTok.
1: Instagram, TikTok. I don't TikTok, uh, but
2: we're there, so we're we're, not everywhere. We
1: are everywhere.
2: Yep. And as always, guys, we appreciate the listens and thanks. And uh, tell your friends and family, let's keep this growing. Brian, my friend. Absolutely.
1: Always fun, man. Always.
2: Always a good time. Till next time.
1: Right on. See ya.